Welcome to Soul Smart. Hi, I'm Joanna Hennen, and this is Soul Smart, the podcast that explores the hidden side of success. You see, being successful isn't about always doing more, it's about being soul smart, using your intuition, spiritual connection, the law of attraction, and everything else you have access to as a powerful soul to create more of what you want. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, it's Joanna. Welcome to this episode of the Soul Smart Podcast. And today I'm doing something a little bit different. Today I want to share with you my channeling story. So how I got started with channeling and kind of the path that it's taken me on and where I've ended up largely thanks to uh, deepening my connection with my higher self and my guide team. So yeah, it's just going to be a story basically. Uh, before we get started, uh, I would just like to remind you that if you enjoy this podcast and if you like this episode, or if you would like to see what channeled guidance can do for you, then please visit me over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Joanna Hennen. And there you can either support the podcast for as little as a dollar a month or contribute a little bit more and get some very regular monthly or weekly channeled guidance delivered straight to your inbox. So if you want to try it out, then go ahead and do that. Whether you do or not, keep on listening for my story, which I hope you will find interesting. This is actually a bit of a different thing that I'm doing, and it's a little bit confronting, I have to say. Like, I have this voice in my head that keeps saying, like, nobody cares about your story. Like, this is not interesting, and you're not really a very good storyteller, so people will be bored to tears. So, (sighs) I'm sharing that because I think it's good to share stuff like that so that we know that we're not alone with those mean voices inside our heads. I have them as well. I'm sure you have them. And I'm going to do it anyway. And I hope that whatever you are being called to do or you are curious to try, you will do that despite the mean voice in your head. So here we go. First, let's just talk a little bit about what channeling actually is, just in case you have no idea what I'm talking about, or if by any chance this is your first episode of the Soul Smart Podcast and you've never heard me talking about this at all. So to be a channel means to let energy flow through you. So the way I really explain this in the simplest possible way or think of it in the simplest possible way is that there are two worlds, right? A physical world, and the world of spirit. And for them to connect, there needs to be a path, there needs to be a channel, right? So when you are the channel, or when I am the channel, we open up a path to that other plane of existence and bring down whatever, bring through, let flow through whatever needs to be brought through. And that could be wisdom, that could be guidance, that could be a fresh perspective, that could be an insight into a personal situation or how the world works. It could be ideas, it could be inspiration, it could be so many things. So when I channel, if you've been in in my world uh, for any length of time, you know this, when I channel, I channel guidance. So my intention is always to help you, the receiver of the channeled guidance, to help you go back to your own inner wisdom, your own inner power, strengthen your own connection with your higher self. So when I channel, that is my intention, because 
I really truly believe that when we are connected with that higher part of ourselves, that's when we can create our own reality. That's when we can do all these magical things that people talk about. And I think this connection with your higher self, with your soul step is what a lot of people kind of miss out on or don't pay enough attention to or don't go deeply enough into uh, because it's much easier to talk about visualizing than it is to um, to put in that effort to develop a real relationship with your own higher self. It, you know, it requires, you know, it just requires a commitment, right, to do that. So not everybody wants to do that. But um, in my experience, it is definitely, definitely true that when you have a relationship like that with your higher self, a strong relationship with your higher self, then that's when you can manifest and create and kind of manipulate energy and shape reality into more into what you want it to be. And the reason for that is that manifesting is a, is a soul level skill. It's not a human level skill. So it makes sense that we need to be connected to that part of us bit of a tangent, so I'm going to bring it back. So channeling is bringing through that energy from the spiritual plane into our physical space. I channel guidance and wisdom. Other people channel all sorts of things, right? Like there are so many accounts of artists and writers and musicians when they describe the state that they're in, when they get their best ideas, it's the same as a channeling state. So it's this opening up to like an infinite field of possibilities, an infinite field of ideas. And those ideas flow through uh, the person that they flow through, through a channel into the physical space, into a painting or a book or a song or a blog post or whatever it is, right? So we've heard loads of these stories. A really nice way to look at it is explained. I'm not going to explain it, actually. I'm just going to send you to the source where I watched this. It's Elizabeth Gilbert's uh, TED Talk on Genius. Uh, we'll link to that in the show notes. And yeah, watch that. And then just the way she explains how over the ages, we have viewed artists' work and writers' work and that access to genius in different ways and what that means. Uh, and letting it flow through you is a big part of that. So that's on channeling. So if you have any questions on channeling, then do let me know. And let's see if we, I can always do a follow-up episode on the same topic. So channeling, right? So it's this really amazing skill, this really amazing place where you're connected to this different plane of existence and to all this like wisdom and knowledge of the universe. And it seems like a, you know, it can seem like a bit of a scary thing and a bit of like a, an impossible thing and all this stuff. So how did I get started? People actually, when people interview me, they often ask me like if I was born a channel or if, you know, if I've been doing this since childhood. And there are loads of people who are open uh, to the other plane, the other world from childhood. I am not one of those people. So I did not always have this ability or maybe in a, I'll say it in a different way. I wasn't always aware of this ability. Let's, let's put it that way. But I'd always had an interest and kind of the weirder parts of life, right? Like conspiracy theories and Wicca. Like I was the teenager who was locked up in, in her room playing with the Ouija board and like testing out 
very simple candle magic and stuff like that, you know? Like, I loved this stuff. I just loved the idea um, that there was something else. And I've, I always believed in it. So the belief was always uh, there within me for sure. But I, I, you know, I can't say that I actively channeled anything when I was a child. Now, that's not to say that you can't or that you, you know, or that if you can't, then you're not a natural or any of those things. I actually believe that we are uh, born with, all born with this ability. Some of us will develop it more than others. Some of us probably have more of a bit of a talent for it or more of a knack for it than other people. Like some of us have more of a knack for playing piano than other people, right? And then like, no matter how much you practice, like some people will get better and some people will get a little bit better, right? So I kind of look at it that way. But if you're wondering if you can channel, no matter what your childhood experience uh, was with these sorts of things, whether you grew up around them or not, I would say give it a shot. You can definitely channel in general. Now, you know, maybe you don't want to be like a professional channel or anything like that, but you definitely, definitely, definitely um, can have a relationship, an open relationship with uh, with your higher self, with your soul. That is available to everybody. I truly, truly believe that. And I, that's, that's my work, in fact, is helping people to develop that relationship and strengthen and deepen uh, that relationship. So when I was a kid didn't really know about any of this stuff, had some weird beliefs, etc. When I was a teenager, I loved anything uh, to do with kind of the weirder things, same in my 20s. But it really only started for me in a bigger way with an intuitive art course. So intuitive art, creativity was my introduction to this whole spiritual path. And I think there are a few really important reasons for that. So intuitive art just means that you're creating something like from a place of flow. So you're not in a class where you have to, uh, where everybody has to like draw a tree or draw a landscape or draw a vase, right? It's not about the technique of, of creating art or of drawing or painting. It's about letting energy flow through you. So it's just the process of creating and the joy of creating rather than a focus on the result, right? So it's actually intuitive art is a great, uh, is a great preparation and teacher of manifesting, of playing with the energies in the universe and getting used to being willing to, to focus on the process and not so much on the result. But that's a totally different episode, totally different discussion. So, I started with an intuitive art course, and this course was actually designed to help you to get to know yourself, right? So it wasn't, it wasn't like billed as a spiritual connection course or a channeling course. It was like, it was literally a, a creativity course. Um, and what it did is it helped me to get to know myself. Like, I had never taken the time to consider like, who am I and what kind of person am I? Like beyond, you know, beyond the very kind of surface level um, boxes that I put myself into or the surface, the surface level labels that I gave myself. Like I'd never really considered who I was at a deeper level, like what brought me joy, what I disliked, where I had already really grown in my life, like what lessons I was learning, how I related to the outside world. Like 
normally we don't take time to consider these things, right? But these things are so important and you know they're important because uh, most of us have, um, have this fascination with personality tests, right? And archetypes. And that is our, our kind of more modern way of trying to go deeper into who we really are and to try to understand ourselves and our actions and reactions a little bit better. So, these tools are available to us and we kind of just naturally gravitate towards them. And this is why, right? Because that self-understanding and self-knowledge is super, super important for so many things. And we naturally know that. And so we crave it. And so that's what this intuitive art course gave me. That's the first kind of benefit that it gave me. And of course, when I got to know myself, it was much easier to accept myself the way I am. So that was that was kind of part of that whole process, right? So you can't accept yourself if you don't know yourself, if you don't understand yourself, if you don't really see like why you made certain choices and why you're now making different choices and like what kinds of choices lead to what kinds of things, what kinds of choices feel a certain way. Like without knowing these things about yourself, you can't accept, like you can't accept something you don't know. It's very clear. And again, I think that's a step that a lot of people miss, right? Like we go straight into like self-love and self-acceptance. But if we don't take the time to really spend time with ourselves and get to know who we are, then there's nothing to accept. There's nothing like substantial there to practice that self-acceptance on. And sometimes that self-acceptance like is aimed at, at stuff that isn't even true about you. It's just stuff that you took on as roles, as obligations, as shoulds from childhood or from family members or from, you know, society in general. So this process of going to this intuitive art course, although in theory hasn't, you know, it should, shouldn't have anything to do with, with channeling. It actually set a whole foundation for me because I learned more about myself than I ever had before. And therefore I was able to accept more of myself than I ever had before. Now, it turned out that this intuitive art course was led by a woman who was a channel. So this ended up being part of of like the course experience that she would give us messages based on the art that we created. So based on our process and based on, you know, the things she could see in the art, in the, in the creative expression. And so I saw that this was possible and I really wanted it, right? But I wanted it from this energy of like, I want to be in the cool crowd, right? Like I want it to be with the cool kids. I also wanted to have a spirit guide. Like, they all had spirit guides. Like, why couldn't I have a spirit guide? I'm good enough to have a spirit guide. So it was kind of like a marker of status in my mind. And so because it was coming from like total, that totally wrong place in terms of like really just focused on status and not on what matters, not on opening up to more, it wasn't happening, right? And so it only happened after a, a good long time. So I had to really put in, you know, quite a bit of time, probably like a year <laughs> of kind of work into getting to know myself, understand myself, accept myself before I could open up to that other part of me. So it's like I had to understand and know the human part of me before I could co open up to that more intuitive part of me and the more spiritual part of me. And so when you're listening to this and you're thinking about where you are with your spiritual connection, then just remember that, like you need to do some things at that human level 
before you can fully open up and appreciate and let in and kind of co-create with that other part of you, right? So the intuitive art helped me do all that, helped me open up. And another really, really important aspect of that is that the art kept my brain out of the way. It kept my mind and my judgment and my thoughts out of the way. So intuitive art actually accomplishes the same result as meditation does. It quiets your your thinking mind so that your inner wisdom, your inner guidance, your, your soul level guidance, your spirit guidance <laughs> can actually come through so that you're not stopping it. So it helps that channel open up. Okay. So I was very lucky, right, that this came onto my path, that I was able to say yes to it, and it all really worked out. Now, (laughs) so that's kind of how I got started, and those are the elements that I think were really important for me to be able to open up to that channeling ability and to that spiritual uh, side, right, that spiritual world. As I said, I really, really wanted a spirit guide, and for the longest time it wasn't happening because I was coming at it from this, like, wrong energy, right? And then it happened, right? So one day I was in this art class and I heard a voice in my head and I heard a name in my head. The name was Melina. So Melina is the first guide that I worked with consciously. And I don't work with her anymore, by the way, but yeah, that was the first one. And so that's the name that I heard. And I got really freaked out, which I wasn't expecting. So (laughs) I kind of ignored it, to be perfectly honest, which is a really weird reaction, you know, to something that I'd been really craving for a very long time and really like actively wanting and actively like going after, right? Um, But when it actually happened, it really freaked me out to have this like other voice. It wasn't really a voice, but kind of this other entity or energy in mine, like in my head. So I ignored it. I ignored it for many weeks, many, many weeks until I met up with a friend who, who happened to be gifted in that area, let's say. So she was a a channel herself and we talked about things and I kind of started to accept, like, you know, she kind of really helped me to accept that this isn't a dangerous thing, that it's okay, that I can take my time to grow that relationship and to develop that relationship into what I want. So, so I took some time to develop that relationship and to put in my boundaries and to set up some ground rules, you know, like for example, I've always been really scared of like seeing ghosts, right? Like, so like, when, you know, when you get up in the middle of the night to pee, like, I, I do not want to see, like, any weird energies or entities on my way to the bathroom. <laughs> I really, really, really don't want that. And so that was one of my rules. I'm like, okay, like, we can communicate in this way, but we cannot communicate in this way. So, you know, I set up my own boundaries. So, and that was really, really an important part of the process because then I could feel safe and comfortable in this relationship. And whenever I talk about this, I talk about it in the same way, you know, as you would about dating, right? You have to get to know the other person. You have to get to know the other entity, the other energy. And this applies to whether you're working with a guide or whether you're working with your higher self, right? Like you need to be able to feel safe to allow that relationship to be. So don't be afraid to like, make demands (laughs) and set up boundaries and do what works for you. Choose what works for you. So from this point on, like I started accepting the guide and I got better at channeling and I got really, really more into it. 
I guess a really significant piece of this was that I had this very strong urge one day to immediately set up a Facebook group in which I committed to channel a short message every day. And so I did this knowing that if I didn't do it in that moment, I would likely talk myself out of it because I didn't have like, I didn't have an audience, like I didn't have a newsletter, like I didn't have anybody to actually join this group, basically. So I added some of my friends (laughs) And I you know, and I started this and it kind of just took off from there. But what's significant about that, I think, is that commitment to channel a message every day. So because I did that, I got feedback from other people, first of all. Like that was really important. Like I wasn't doing my channeling in a in a vacuum, you know, where I didn't know whether it resonates, doesn't resonate. So it was really great to like post a message and then, you know, somebody would be like, oh my goodness, like this totally applies to me or, you know, I really needed to hear this and all that kind of thing, right? So that was really, really great. And it meant that First of all, I became very consistent because I was doing these messages every day and I did them for like, I can't remember exactly, but it was between two and three years that I kept this up and I posted a message every day. Um, so I got very consistent about tuning into that energy, that spiritual energy every day. And I got to know very well what it feels like as opposed to, you know, my thoughts or my mind. I also got a lot more confident right? Because as you do anything, the more you do it, the more confident you get, like, you know, you get more experienced, right? And I got much better because with practice, it's normal that you'll get better, right? So there were just loads and loads of benefits to me doing this. And at this time, I also started to run intuitive art workshops myself. So I would invite people to my house and we would do uh, collages, or vision boards around certain topics, like, you know, your biggest dreams or abundance or find your path. Like, you know, so I, so I did those in person, then I did those online, but like, I played with it, right? Like, I think this is the most important uh, message that I want to convey in this part of the story is that I played with it. Like, I actually did it. Like, I had doubts and fears like anybody else you know, starting something new and not really knowing what I was doing and all this stuff. And I did it anyway. And uh, I played with it. I, I tried things. I figured out what worked, what didn't work, what felt good, what didn't feel good. And so I had something to go on, right? Like I had something to develop. Like you can't build on nothing. You have to get started. And only from there can you improve or change like or evolve, right? And this applies to channeling or spiritual connection, if that's what you want to work on yourself, if that's what you want to have in your life. But it also applies to pretty much everything else, right? Like you, anywhere, whatever it is, whatever goals or aspirations you have, you can't build on nothing. You're going to have to get started and then learn from that, see what happens, see what feels good, what doesn't feel good, and then just go from there, right? So after all this, obviously, like I was in a really good place. So I got really good at channeling and I sold a lot of readings. People would buy lots of readings from me all the time. My guidance I found was very different to some of the other guidance that was being channeled because I had come from this very straight background. Like I didn't grow up in a spiritual home. Like this was all new stuff. So I had a totally like straight life up until then. Just a regular life, you know, based on logic, based on mind, based on intelligence. Uh, And so 
when I started channeling, I wasn't satisfied with those like vague and fluffy messages of just love the world or just trust that it's all okay. I was like, dude, no, you know, I need something more. I need more detail. I need more direction. I need a strategy. I need something that's more practical, right? Something that I can really not just be like, oh yeah, that's really nice. It is true that we should all love each other, but something I could really move on, right? Something that I could really implement. And so I kept pushing both my spiritual guide team and my higher self to give me guidance that was more practical and uh, more actionable. That was really, really important to me from from a very early stage. And so I, I got a reputation for channeling guidance, channeling messages that were not just spot on, but really practical. And people could really do something with them. Like it was obvious that, you know, that there were steps to be taken based on the guidance that I channeled. So I got very good and I got very confident And then I got in my own way. So this part of the story, I think, you know, I think is important to share as well, because although like I accept this ability in me and I accept that channeling is when I feel like most connected to who I really am. And therefore, this is my my soul expression, my deepest soul expression. It is my soul purpose, right? But it's not something that I just achieve and do and then it's over. It's something that I need to keep recommitting to, keep choosing, keep doing, right? Like it's not something that's a one-off. It's something that needs to be in my life consistently, like as an underlying layer. And it's the same for you, whatever that deepest expression of your true self is. It's not something to achieve and then move on to the next thing. It's something to learn to have in your life throughout, right? And whether channeling or soul connection is like that big a deal in your life, so whether it's like your thing or not, in general, your spiritual connection and your soul connection, it needs to be an underlying thing throughout your life. Because either you live a spiritually aware and soul aligned life, or you do not, right? And that's not something that you achieve. It's something that you are consistently. So that's just a, you know, just a little thing to keep in mind. And my story illustrates it perfectly, I think, because although I got really good and although I got really confident, I then got in my own way and I kind of lost it. Not the ability, but the consistency and the belief in that part of myself and the willingness to show up in that space, right? For various reasons that I won't go into right now in this particular episode, I ended up thinking that I needed to like teach skills or I needed to like guarantee that people can manifest money or that I needed to like teach things that were super practical that people could do. And so I started thinking of myself as not good enough because the stuff that, you know, that I was teaching was more intangible than say like what a Facebook ads expert is teaching. And in fact, I wished (laughs) many, many times during that period of time that I was a Facebook ads expert instead of this powerful channel because I thought it would be much easier to share my expertise with the world and it would be just much more easy for for people to understand it and to value my expertise if I was teaching something like Facebook ads, right? 
So I got into this space where I just thought like, it's not that I stopped believing that I was a good channel. I always, you know, since, since I got that good, <laughs> I've always been very confident that the, the guidance I can bring through is really amazing each and every time. Like, yeah, <laughs> it truly is. But somehow I didn't think that was enough. I thought I needed to do more than that, you know? And it ended up that although I was doing channeling in my business, in my work, in my life, it was always kind of like an add-on. It was never the main event. It was always something like, oh yeah, and I can also, you know, I can also give you a message. And I got just really lost in the most limiting belief of all time, which is I don't know. And so I invite you just right now to be really honest with yourself. Like, where in your life are you getting lost in that belief? I don't know. Where are you telling yourself that you don't know, that you don't know how, that you don't know what the next step is, that you don't know, you know, what's right and anything like that? It's not true. You do know, right? You do know. You do have that insight. You do have those answers within you. You just need to actually listen for them, right? Actually be able to receive them. And when you're in that, I don't know space, you can't receive them. It's like that channel is closed, right? So I got into this weird space, right? And I'm not saying that it was wasted time because I really, I really kind of delved deep into lots of different topics, including manifesting. And I really figured out how manifesting actually works, not the online personal development space version of three steps to a million dollars by tomorrow, um, but how it actually works to shape your reality. Like, I'm not saying I have all the answers, but I can assure you that I've come to a lot of experiential conclusions that are very interesting and quite different to what I thought manifesting was and how it worked. So one of the things that I figured out is one of the pure basics, and that is that you need to follow what feels good, what feels right to you, right? And so this really, really saved me because when everything started feeling really drab and gray and boring in my life, like I just became really bored. Everything was boring. I didn't know what to teach, what to share. Like I always have this impulse to share inspiration, but I was trying to figure out what to share that inspiration on and I couldn't and everything I came up with was boring and like it was just awful. It wasn't, it wasn't a great time in my life. And eventually I asked myself like, what do I actually enjoy doing? Like if I had to take myself back to the basics of what I really love doing, what would that be? And it was channeling. It was that connection to higher self. It was inspiring others to strengthen, develop, deepen that connection with higher self. It was really that belief, that strong belief in me that everything is better when your soul aligned. Everything is better when you get out of the way. Everything is better when you let your soul guide you because that's the part of you that knows, right? And this holds true whether you're working with your own higher self or your guide team, like it's all related up there. And we don't really know what the separations are from our current vantage point, And it doesn't really matter, right? But that connection to something more, to the place where, where we came from, to more insight, more wisdom, higher perspective, that's what gave me that inner joy. That's what creates that fulfillment in my life. And so because I had trained myself to pay attention to what feels good, doesn't feel good, as markers in my, in my life, I was able to notice these things and then come back to channeling. And so 
that's where I am now. I've accepted that part of me. So although I was already really good and really confident before, I still wasn't willing to be that in the world, to really show up as a powerful channel and say, I, this is what I do. If you don't really understand what channeling is, I can explain it. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Right? But this is what I do. This is what I bring to the world. I bring this different perspective. I bring this fresh insight. And I am allowing myself to do just that and only follow what feels that fulfilling in my life and in my work. So it's been a really interesting journey <laughs> with channeling, um, being able to have that deep connection with my higher self and my spiritual guide team has changed my life in, in unimaginable ways. Like it's not just about creating a uh, reality with intention and, and getting kind of, you know, the goals that you want and all that stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, the fact that my, my life changed in these really deep ways. So I feel so much more connected to myself and to the world and to the universe. I feel like my life is so much more meaningful. I find meaning in everything. I find messages from my higher self everywhere. And that means that my everyday life has meaning and that it's more interesting, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Like I find this stuff really, really fascinating. And so it brings that kind of wonder and curiosity back into my life. Whereas, you know, I probably lost it when most of us lost it sometime in childhood. Having that deep connection with myself has really made me happier, more confident, more believing in myself. Like I used to have the lowest self-esteem. I can't even like believe that the person that I remember being when I was younger is the same person because I used to actually like say things like, I have the worst, lowest self-esteem in the universe. Like I couldn't actually imagine anybody feeling worse about themselves than I did. And that is like the total opposite of what things are like now. And that is completely due to that deep soul connection. So I am super grateful for my channeling journey and for being guided in this direction. And yeah, that is it. That is my story. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that it was a good story. <laughs> and I hope that it got you thinking about some things in your own life, whether about your own soul path or about opening up to your own soul connection more or about both. And if it has, and you want to ask me anything about it, then, then reach out and let me know. And if you want to try it out and see what kinds of messages I channel, you can do that over on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash Joanna Hennen, you'll find that for as low as a dollar a month, you can support this podcast. So if you enjoy the podcast and you enjoyed this episode and want me to create more episodes, then I would love it. I would be super grateful um, if you showed your support there. And I have a couple of other options on there as well. So for a little bit more of a monthly payment, you can get a monthly message or weekly messages. Yeah, you can you have a couple of choices there. So I tune into the energies every month and every week and I, I bring down, I bring through guidance for the month and for the week ahead to help you tune into your own connection and to help you like 
make space in your life to just sit with yourself and get to know yourself at that deeper level so that you too can experience the joy of soul connection and spiritual connection and the delight (laughs) that that part of life will add to your own existence to your own life. So if you want to do that, then I would be super, super happy to share that with you. And if you want to develop your soul connection further, then please do that. Please follow that nudge. That is a soul nudge from your very own higher self. You are not getting that impulse for no reason. So um, whatever way you do it, whether with me or with somebody else, please trust that that is the right way for you to go. Have fun with this. Let me know if you have any questions and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Soul Smart Podcast. You can find more information about today's episode, including any links we mentioned at joannahennon.com slash blog. If you'd like to hang out with more women who are on the path to being more soul smart, join my free community, The Greatness Collective at joannahennon.com slash community. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review on iTunes. It only takes a moment and means a lot. Have a great day and remember, hustle is overrated. Let your soul steer you to success and greatness. Greatness.